And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America first perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 5 radio network and streaming on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. Our website is jimdawes.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. We'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 772-245-0750. That number again, 772-245-0750. Well, you hardly know where to begin after this tragedy in El Paso and Dayton, Ohio. With the in all, just the entirety of the dishonest media trying to lay this at the feet of the President of the United States and his supporters, completely ignoring the facts of the case, twisting them, ignoring them, omitting them, and doing everything they can to turn this uh, into a campaign issue. Um, you know, I. I sampled uh, the network cable, uh, network and cable news shows uh, this morning and on the Sunday news shows, and not one of those shows or any newspapers that I was able to find are taking note that both of the shooters in this case are avowed Democrats, and they are both socialists. Now, in the case of the El Paso shooter, he most certainly was a uh, avowed racist. And he went down to El Paso from his home in Dallas, Texas, or the suburban Dallas area, in order to shoot Hispanics. And uh, that's the part of the um, equation that the media uh, chose to focus on, completely ignoring the fact that in addition to being a, a virulent racist, this guy was a, uh, a, a socialist. He wanted guaranteed income. He wanted uh, free health care. He, he was a Bernie bro, just like James T. Hodgkinson, the Bernie bro that shot up the congressional baseball game. And in the case of the Dayton shooter, uh, he he was just an outright declared avowed supporter of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. The media jumped on that to begin with, saying, you know, trying to paint the Dayton, Ohio shooter. And I, I'm not I'm purposely not going to mention either of these losers names. But in the case of the Dayton shooter, he uh, he he wasn't avowed. Democrat socialists. And yet, what we're hearing is, you know, these shooters are both uh, white men and uh, they were both prompted by Trump when it is just as likely that they were both uh, dedicated Marxists that were driven to this by the Democrats and especially Bernie and uh, Elizabeth Warren. But any mention of that is being entirely, entirely ignored and omitted. 
if you were just a consumer of news programs, you would never even know that that part of the equation. You would just know that everybody on there is declaring that Donald Trump is guilty for these these shootings because he has um, represented 67% of the American people who want illegal immigration in this country severely curtailed. And he has been thwarted, and before him, uh, the American will was, was thwarted for decades trying to secure our southern border. But you got the New York Times uh, 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 headline, In El Paso Shooting Suspects Manifesto, an Echo of Trump's Language. Well, I read that four-page manifesto, and there was uh, stridently racist statements in there, none of which, by the way, the president has ever uttered. He has uh, repeatedly called for Americans to come together as one. What he has done is pointed out that, uh, you know, his attempts to secure the border have been stymied by the, the Democrats. But the vast majority of this manifesto is not about his racist feelings. It's about his political leanings. And like the, uh, the shooter in New Zealand, this guy was a, a left-wing environmentalist, socialist, cultural Marxist. New York Times said that the president did not inspire the gunman. He has brought polarizing ideas and people into the mainstream. Well, you don't have to wonder if the president inspired the gunman. He says right there in his manifesto that he was not inspired by Donald Trump, that he had these racist white nationalist feelings long before Donald Trump ever came along. The Washington Post said, Trump's anti-immigrant rhetoric looms over El Paso massacre. Well, why isn't the story that, uh, that, you know, over El Paso and Dayton, these socialist ideas permeated the beliefs of both of these mass murderers? There is a very complex uh, portrait of the El Paso murderer if you read his manifesto. He's an extremist environmentalist. He hates the American culture. He rails against corporations just like Bernie and Elizabeth Warren. He calls out American imperialism. He sounds just exactly like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. And he also uh, advocates for this universal basic income that uh, Andrew Yang is out there falsely promising. And you you get the idea that both of these uh, troubled losers would prefer to sit in their parents' basements playing these uh, first-person shooter violent video games And that's why they're all on board with this left-wing agenda that the Democrats are advocating. So the truth of the matter is you have a substantial portion of the Democrat presidential field and their representatives in Congress 
that are socialists and crypto Marxists. And both of these shooters advocated those positions. On the contrary, literally no one, including the president in Republican leadership, actually supports white nationalism. They have been ascribed these uh, these motives and these uh, you know these hidden agendas by the left wing media, but none of them actually support it. All of them, including the president, disavow it. And like I say, on the other hand, you have several of the leading candidates in the Democrat Party that are Democrat socialists, just like the El Paso shooter and the Dayton shooter. In the case of the El Paso shooter, he was literally a a racist Democrat socialist, literally the true meaning of the word Nazi. He actually was a Nazi. But this repeated and calculated lie that uh, that Trump, you know, is uh, is is giving encouragement to neo Nazis and Klansmen has been repeated so many times by the mainstream media that you maybe in fact some of these people actually do believe it. If you're, you know a Nazi or a Klansman sitting in your basement, or for that matter, even an Antifa. You might believe that the president of the United States actually did say that uh, they were very fine people because the mainstream media and their Democrats, I started to say uh, the Democrats and their mainstream media mouthpieces, have repeated that lie so many times that it has just entered the public's consciousness as conventional wisdom. And he was obviously, obviously talking about the historic preservationists versus the historical revisionists in Charlottesville. But you have to wonder how many mentally unstable and hateful people do the uh, believe these lies that have been repeated thousands of times now that the president of the United States said that neo-Nazis, Klansmen, and Antifa are very fine people. Totally irresponsible, totally inflammatory, totally not the president's fault. Man, oh man, you hardly, you know, know where to begin. The difference between you know, using the right language and not using the right language can be the difference between the truth and a lie. And Donald Trump is a nationalist. He is an American nationalist like me. Nationalism is a healthy and normal impulse. It's as old as the nation state itself. The president is not a white nationalist. He has never declared himself to be a a white nationalist. He has repeatedly denounced white nationalism and racists and Klansmen and Nazis. And just because the press refuses to believe it doesn't make it not true. The president uh, went on a, a national speech today, and once again, as he has repeatedly in the past, he has denounced 
this white nationalism. Uh, here the we go. shooter in El Paso posted a manifesto online consumed by racist hate. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. Hatred warps the mind, ravages the heart, and devours the soul. Now, the president has has made those types of statements dozens and dozens of times since he has been in office. Just because the media refused to acknowledge it or believe it doesn't alter the fact that what he has called for repeatedly is for the American people to come together, realize that we all are Americans, that we all were created in the image of God, and call for unity. It's the Democrats, not this president that are constantly stoking the, the flames of division, and they do that because they think that that's the key to power. They have put together a party that's based on identity, dividing people up into their own special interests based on their race or their religion or their sexual orientation, trying to build a coalition, a, a majority, out of these types of uh, appeals to identity. And they're the ones that are calling Trump a racist. But the president in that same speech called for action to stop this type of activity. We cannot allow ourselves to feel powerless. We can and will stop this evil contagion. In that task, we must honor the sacred memory of those we have lost by acting as one people. Open wounds cannot heal if we are divided. We must seek real bipartisan solutions. We have to do that in a bipartisan manner that will truly make America safer and better for all. First, we must do a better job of identifying and acting on early warning signs. I am directing the Department of Justice to work in partnership with local, state, and federal agencies, as well as social media companies to develop tools that can detect mass shooters before they strike. As an example, the monster in the Parkland High School in Florida had many red flags against him, and yet nobody took decisive action. Nobody did anything. Why not? Well, that's a very good question, the the Parkland shooter was identified by the FBI not once but twice and by the uh, the Broward County Sheriff's Department literally uh, more than a dozen times. And he was allowed to continue to uh, to attend that school. And uh, in the case of the Dayton shooter, at least, we've already found out that uh, he was kicked out of high school for putting together a kill list of girls at that high school. Now... That should have been uh, a, a huge red flag to put this, uh, this boy under uh, observation. He killed his sister, one of the very first people that w- was killed in this mass shooting. So, well, I, you know, what is that about? Did he come there to kill his sister and just killed the rest of them? Uh, it's, it's impossible to know what is not 
impossible to know is he was mentally deranged. He was an evil person and he was not motivated by Donald Trump. If you want to play that game, as I say, he was an avowed Bernie and Elizabeth Sanders and Elizabeth Warren supporter. Trump went on in that same statement. Second, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It is too easy today for troubled youth to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. We must stop or substantially reduce this, and it has to begin immediately. Cultural change is hard. But each of us can choose to build a culture that celebrates the inherent worth and dignity of every human life. That's what we have to do. Third, we must reform our mental health laws to better identify mentally disturbed individuals who may commit acts of violence and make sure those people not only get treatment, but when necessary, involuntary confinement. Well, in my lifetime, I have seen uh, mental institutions in this country and the institutionalization of obviously mentally mentally ill people completely disappear. It it happened back in the Reagan administration when uh, libertarians and leftists combined uh, to basically do away with the whole mental health infrastructure in this country. And since then, we've had this explosion of homelessness as these uh, these homeless people are out on the streets and uh, and arise in these shootings and the president also mentioned these violent video games i don't think it's a coincidence that the emergence of these violent first person shooters where you take these young men and you sit them on uh, the couch for literally hours and hours day after day week after week and allow them to practice um, mass murder without empathy, without humanity, without any form of thought turns them into murderers. It doesn't for the vast majority of the people who play those games, but for a certain subset that are already mentally unstable, they certainly do. And you can't convince me otherwise. But the Democrats... They didn't lose a second in trying to politicize this for their own gain and to try to, you know, take Donald Trump out of office. Beto O'Rourke was one of the very first that sprinted to the cameras. And uh, after giving a speech in El Paso, he was caught off mic, um, basically becoming completely unhinged. Just briefly, sir, can I just ask, is there anything in your mind that the president can do now to make this any better? Uh, what do you think? Um, you know the he's been saying. He's, he's been calling Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals. Um, I, I don't know, like, members of the press, what the f***? Hold on a second. You know, I, 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 it's, it's, these, um, it's these questions that you know the answers to. I mean, connect the dots about what he's been doing in this country. Um, he's not tolerating racism. He's promoting racism. He's not tolerating violence. He's inciting racism and violence in this country. So, um, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know what kind of question that is. Made, you guys, you guys, so 
We've got a president of the United States trying to fulfill his constitutional duty to protect the American people by securing the border over the steadfast resistance of the Democrats, many of the establishment Republicans, and the left-wing judiciary in this country. And he is pointing out that the American people are suffering mightily by the crime and drugs and human trafficking that is pouring over that border. And because of that, this bunch of Democrats is telling us, oh, you're not allowed to point out these realities. You have to stand by and continue to let this happen. And because he is is pushing back on that, they are trying to blame this uh, El Paso shooting, they they also tried to blame the Dayton shooting on him until it came out that, uh, you know, this guy was, in fact, a Bernie bro. But they're trying to blame El Paso on him when, in fact, you could make a very good case that the uh, the, the fear and loathing that it, this environment that's been created in this country has been stoked by the Democrats' insistence of allowing millions of people to enter this country illegally and thwart the uh, declared will of the American people. But this is, uh, this is not normal politics in any kind of usual sense. These are left-wing Democrats anxious to try to exploit this tragedy for their own gain. The truth of the matter is that both of these instances are about uh, craziness, about mental illness. And this is an epidemic that is sweeping across this country. It's being caused by this degenerate culture that we've created in the movies and these violent video games and online pornography And this this um, this toxic stew that the Democrats have put together with this constant cultural antagonism, as I said, dividing people up based on their race, religion, orientation, and everything else they can put together. They've they've literally got stormtroopers marching out in the streets dressed in black uniforms with black face masks running around smashing windows beating people up setting fires all in the name of fighting fascism it's it's lunacy and it is a psychosis it is a um a, a pathological environment that the democrats have created that it was bringing out the crazies on both sides of the political spectrum. Including the Dayton shooter. Including this guy in El Paso who, although he was a racist, was also apparently a socialist, a Marxist. So at some point we're going to have to have a discussion about mental illness and mental um, institutionalization. And until we do that, we're going to continue to have this this culture. When we come back from the break, I've got a lot more clips of these over-the-top reactions by the Democrat candidates and their media mouthpieces. 
it's a damn shame we have come to this. And it's a damn shame that uh, the media is totally in control of the conversation. Social media is busy censoring people who have opposing points of view. And nobody, it seems, is calling for a rational conversation on how to do something about this, except for the President of the United States, who all of the media and the Democrats are trying to characterize as having caused this somehow. we got to run out to a break. We're going to have two commercials, and then we'll be right back and talk more about this right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you are back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Well, there is one candidate in the Democrat Party that uh, is trying his best to be more incendiary and more condemning than all of the rest, and that is uh, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, who has absolutely zero chance of ever becoming president of the United States, and yet has continued to bring on these news shows. You had Chris Wallace that actually had him on on Sunday to spout his venom. And here's what he had to say about this tragedy this weekend. America is under attack from homegrown white nationalist terrorism. And we have to talk and act about two things in this country. First of all, we are the only country in the world with more guns than people. It has not made us safer. We can respect the Second Amendment and not allow it to be a death sentence for thousands of Americans. And two, white nationalism is evil. And it is inspiring people to commit murder. And it is being condoned at the highest levels of the American government. And that has to end. Pure lies. 
It's not being condoned at the highest levels of the American government in any form whatsoever. It's being condemned repeatedly. This notion that uh, you know we can respect the Second Amendment while at the same time outlawing guns is just pure lunacy. I'm getting a little tired of these elected officials, all of which swore an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, advocating for gun seizures, which are protected by the very Second Amendment in that same Constitution. Now, if they believe that the Constitution was wrong on that point, if they believe that, uh, you know, weaponry has evolved to such a point that we can no longer honor that amendment to the Constitution, the founders put in a method for them to amend the Constitution. And if they truly believe that, and if they truly believe that a majority of the American people agree with them, then as I say, there is a mechanism for for doing that. But they don't want to do that. They want to bypass all of those protections. They want to violate their oath of office. And they want to just take people's weapons. And if you want to, if you want to see some mass violence and some real schisms in this country, you go and try to violate the Second Amendment to that degree. And just constantly referring to everybody that uh, you know supports Trump as a Nazi or a white nationalist or you know a virulent racist—that is not going to have the desired effects that the Democrats think it will. What they're doing is they're provoking this reaction. As I say, a major portion of this electorate—I think it's about sixty-seven percent want us to get a handle on our southern border. And they are not in a position like the Democrat leadership is in accepting that we're just going to continue to import millions and millions of foreign nationals into this country illegally. They will find a political expression for their opposition to this. They were patient and polite for decades while they sent elected representatives to Washington, D.C. to solve this issue. And they finally seized upon an outsider, this president, who promised to do something about it. And because he is steadfastly trying to keep that promise to the American people, the Democrats and the media have decided that he's a white nationalist. How dare you try to secure America's border. Don't you know these people are just coming here because they want a better life? America already accepts over 1 million legal immigrants every year, more than any other nation in the history of the world. But that's not enough. We have to continue. And by the way, most people would like to reduce that number dramatically. This is an issue that uh, the American, the will of the American people is being thwarted and denied by our own political class. But in addition to that one million legal, we're supposed to accept the fact that, uh, you know, a million or more every year will just walk into this country and take up residence for us to 
provide benefits for, to lower wages, to have all of these uh, upsetting social effects. And, and it is not supposed to create any friction. And if you object to that, man, they will call you a Nazi. And at this point, you know, the GOP is just trying to keep their head down and wait for all of this to blow over. You had Jake Tapper on, uh, on CNN complaining that he couldn't get a guest from the GOP to come on so that uh, he and his guests could all call them a Nazi. We should note that we invited the Republican governor, lieutenant governor, and both Republican U.S. senators representing Texas to join us this morning. They all declined. The Republican governor of Ohio also declined. We also asked the White House to provide someone to discuss these shootings. That request, too, was declined. We should note that we... Well, you wonder why? Because what they were going to do on CNN is just use them as a, uh, a whipping uh, boy to call him a racist, to call him a Nazi, and demand that they uh, defend you know, uh, the, the murderer in El Paso. They've sort of swept the whole uh, Dayton shooting under the rug. And by the way, there was another uh, mass shooting this weekend, as there is almost every weekend, but this one took place in Chicago. Seven people were uh, shot. Several of them died at a, um, a, a gangland drive-by. Media is unconcerned with that because it doesn't support their agenda. They don't report the news any longer. Now they just report the narrative. And old Jake Tapper just could not figure out why no, any, no Republican would come on CNN and allow themselves to be smeared. Similar to what they did on this panel. They, you know, they've, they've got these paid uh, analysts in, uh, in CNN and MSNBC and Fox. They, they pay people on the other side of the political spectrum to come on, you know, one against many. And you had this one conservative on there and six rabid leftists all beating him up including by the way the um uh the the host from cnn i think is poppy harlow 1966 school book excuse me at the top of the university of texas bell tower shooter goes up kills 15 people injures 30 that's how long this has been on uh, we've been talking about this right i looked at bill moyer's but press David, statement David, lbj's you press know, secretary you know the numbers David, the numbers are going up significantly in recent years. I mean, we we have a president now where you have a manifesto where someone's calling out the president uh, about his own speech about uh, Latinos. I mean, that certainly is something that has changed you. If that's something you want to talk about, David, do you see that as something that's changed as well? yeah, but the shooter says in the manifesto, why don't you take his own words? He said the president had nothing to do with this. The shooter yeah, but, he, says but, he's, but he's also acknowledging no, that quite. the president's rhetoric is similar to his. That is also well, what he's doing. So, he's not so, completely so, so, bombing so, so, him. He's saying, don't point uh, to the president uh, 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 who has a similar rhetoric as, as, the, as, as the shooter does. The El Paso shooter literally said in his manifesto that I am not a follower of Donald Trump and I, he did not prompt this action. Just say I want to bring in Congressman yeah. Gutierrez, but 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 David Urban, I would say Nia does make a point. Well, one thing that has changed, a lot has changed. One thing that has changed is that the highest office in the land has seemed to make it okay to call people from other countries invaders, and has said that Congresswomen should leave this country. 
Okay, yeah, minority but, but congresswoman. A, a, I'm not going to fight with you about this because I'm. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you about it because I don't want you correcting the record whatsoever on that. I just want to throw that statement out there and be, uh, not be challenged on it. I want all the voices in. I'm just stating a fact that that's one thing. I'm just stating a fact. Actually, it's not a fact. You asked what has changed. That's one thing that has changed. You'll have yeah, a chance to resi- talk again. Poppy, that's, it's, I, a, it's, it's an not, unfair jump to make, make it's not. saying advocating nope. violence. It's unfair, It's not Poppy, an unfair jump to make when I Poppy, said when, when, that when, when one when the, when thing the gentleman shot, has listen, changed, Poppy, David Urban. Poppy, when the gentleman shot up the Republican the Republican baseball team, right? Yep. Who was who was a fan of who was a fan of social media on the left and television on the left and politicians on the left? Did yeah. anybody was there a hue and cry against those those television personalities look, or those politicians look. that fueled the flames of that gentleman? So. No, there was not. As a matter of fact, both the Democrat and the Republican members of uh, the U.S. Senate all rallied to Bernie's side to exonerate him for responsibility for any of this. It's the double standard that we see again and again. Bernie and Elizabeth aren't responsible for any of this, but Donald Trump is because Donald Trump wants to secure the border. She mentioned Luis Gutierrez uh, there, and he is uh, he's a former member of Congress. He he actually retired from uh, the U.S. House because he was under an ethics investigation that was going to expose his um, his uh, abuse of his campaign funds, and he wanted to retire so he could convert those campaign funds to his personal use and and not have to work anymore. But uh, for some reason, they brought Luis Gutierrez. They dusted him off for for him to come and spout some of his poison. This is the president who began his campaign by saying Mexicans are murderers, rapists, they're drug dealers. We need to get rid of them. Very many of these people that are coming across the border are, in fact, rapists and murderers. And those were the ones he was referring to. As a matter of fact, right there in the state of Texas, They've recently arrested an illegal alien that uh, that killed at least a dozen and probably many, many more um, elderly people that were in his. Uh, actually, no, he he was a former healthcare worker, but he would just sneak into these uh, these elderly people's homes, knock on the door, and then force his way in, and then murder them, strangle them in their beds. And he's been uh, he's been charged with a dozen of those now, and there's probably you know a score more before it's all said and done. So yeah, the American people are are rightly angered by the loss of security for the federal government refusing to to secure this border. And Luis Gutierrez wants to say, oh, he he says that some of them are murderers. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. This is a president of the United States that calls people like me who come to the United States of America breeders, animals, and he has no self-examination. Actually, uh, he never called Luis Gutierrez a monster or an animal. He was referring to MS-13 when he was talking about animals. And again and again, the president's you know words are mischaracterized. But yeah, MS-13 are animals, and they've behaved like animals in this country. 
and the Democrats, you know, steadfastly refusing to allow this president to secure the border is causing a um, causing a lot of um, unrest. So, just a few more thoughts. You know, I can't help but notice that uh, the very same leftists that were telling me last week that it was racist to notice the sky-high murder rates in inner cities, Democrat-run cities, are now telling me that white people and all Trump supporters are responsible for the El Paso and the Dayton shooter because these were white men who did the shooting. So that's a neat little double standard. And I'd also like to point out that Republicans would gladly put this El Paso shooter and the Dayton, well, the Dayton shooter was actually shot and killed. Too bad the one in El Paso wasn't, but the Republicans would gladly put this El Paso shooter to death after a, a, a speedy trial. Have him hung in the uh, the town square if they could. While the Democrats would have you and I pay to feed, house, and provide medical care to this worthless piece of human debris for the rest of his miserable existence. They'll gladly, you know, uh, support putting innocent babies uh, to, to death, but that's that's another topic. The uh, the president of Mexico, AMLO, has has used this um, this occasion to insist that that um, the American authorities protect Mexican nationals in this country. And to reform or change their gun laws, apparently, you know, to make uh, private gun ownership in America illegal, the same as it is in Mexico. Now, try to wrap your mind around that. Mexico is uh, has got a much higher murder rate because the criminals down there, the drug cartels and the human traffickers, they're all armed with military weapons. They've got a huge uh, problem with uh, violent crime. And yet, citizens or law-abiding citizens are, are prohibited from owning weapons to protect themselves. And the Mexican president wants to tell the United States that we ought to do the same thing? <laughs> I don't think so. I got to point out to uh, Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough has—he's uh, definitely in urgent need of uh, some sort of mental health intervention. His latest rant on uh, his show, Morning Joe, on MSNBC, he actually said that uh, President Trump has got a kill list together. Democratic field that was running against Donald Trump for president of the United States. He's encouraging his supporters, and his supporters are listening to that encouragement. And 
so he's actually putting Donald Trump's political opponents on a kill list. What? So Donald Trump is putting together a kill list. You've got these uh, uh, Morning Joe is is probably the most egregious example that you could cite of these unhinged statements against the president of the United States that are, are, you know, declaring that he's Hitler, that he's a fascist, that he's a Nazi, that he's a white nationalist in the White House. All of these statements that you would not be surprised at all if one of these unhinged, mentally unstable people that uh, watch these shows did like the like James T. Hodgkinson and tried to assassinate the president of the United States. There is a, a point where uh, the media is going to have to take responsibility for some of this um, over-the-top rhetoric. And if this president, uh, if something awful happens to him, it's going to be their their fault. And you know what? I don't think that they would feel one twinge of regret because of this overheated rhetoric uh, on, on the media, the news media, and out of Hollywood, and in many corners of the Democrat Party. I believe they would actually celebrate. Here's an example of another lunatic on, uh, on the air at MSNBC. Donald Trump isn't, as you rightly note, he didn't pull the trigger. Uh, but he embraces, along with a whole bunch of others, he embraces a view of America that, that some scholars will call inherent vote democracy. He thinks that this is, in fact, a white nation. He's worried about the demographic shifts, Joe. And he, he's making an argument. He's appealing to uh, the darker sides of the country uh, in order to put forward this view that this country must be and must remain a white nation. Or he's just simply stating the fact that we can't allow a million people uh, a year to walk across our border and set up house in our country illegally, which is the actual case he's making. You know what is amazing about this? And it may be because uh, Bernie Sanders realizes that uh, both of these killers were actually subscribers to his political ideology, as was James T. Hodgkinson. But Bernie Sanders is one of the very few Democrat candidates for president that moderated his rhetoric on this whatsoever. I mean, clearly, Donald Trump does not want anybody shooting down innocent people. You know, Trump and I disagree on everything, but I'm not going to suggest to you for one second that that is what Trump wants. But what he has to understand in a nation where you have many, many thousands of people who are mentally unstable, that when you talk about invasions and hordes of people, and when you talk about Mexicans as criminals and rapists and the country under siege, you have unstable people who are going to see that as a sign that they have got to take up arms and do. Well, there's some truth to that. And if when you engage in the type of rhetoric that the Democrats engage in, calling the president a Hitler and a Nazi and a fascist, uh, you know, people are going to act on that as well. The rhetoric on both sides needs to be toned down. But the, the Democrats and the news media bear a huge portion of the blame by assigning all of these uh, evil intent to the president and his supporters.
And this is a prime example of it. They they have used this occasion of an actual, um, you know, uh, racist, an actual Nazi to try to lay this at the feet of the president, despite the fact that the president has repeatedly condemned this type of ideology. Well, that's about all I've got to say about that. I did take note that uh, over the over the last week that biological men are now competing in the qualification events for the upcoming Olympic Games in the women's sports. Let me say that again. Biological men are qualifying to compete in the women's Olympic Games. So you've got actual women, girls and women, who have worked their whole lives with a dream of making the Olympics. And they are being... Their dreams are being sacrificed because no one in authority is standing up against this lunacy and saying, no, men are not allowed to compete in women's sports. You had this New Zealand weightlifter that has qualified on the women's Olympic teams. And I was watching uh, women's volleyball. And there was a six-foot, five-inch man playing center for one of those volleyball teams, I believe, I think it was Italy, who could jump through the roof that was just eating the opposing team up. And so, you know, volleyball at that level is a very competitive sport. These women that were competing to make the Olympics and who got disqualified as a result of this uh, this man playing on the opposing team they have literally sacrificed untold hours in order to get to this point and they're just going to have all of that just thrown away because of this rampant political correctness that uh, these cultural Marxists have imposed on the rest of us I also note on this, <laughs> we're doing a sports section here, that uh, Megan Rapino has all of a sudden stopped advocating for uh, equal pay for men and women in the, uh, in the soccer federation. And that is because their um, arbitration case has, has finally uh, gone forward, and it turns out that the women are making more than the men. <laughs> From 2010 to 2018, according to uh, this this audited fact sheet, U.S. soccer paid the women $34.1 million in salaries and bonuses, and at the same period of time, they paid the, the men just $26.4 million. And that's not even account, accounting for the additional value of uh, the health benefits and other benefits that the women receive. Because the women, in order uh, to develop the women's sport in this country, are, are paid a regular salary. So all of a sudden, 
everybody that was asking for equal pay for equal women have gone silent. The, you know, the case has already, uh, once again, has already entered the, uh, the public consciousness and, uh, and the follow-up on this will, will not get any coverage at all. Gillette, the razor company, reported a, a quarterly loss of $8 billion as sales for their razors have, have basically collapsed. And this is in the aftermath of an advertising campaign that they brought in a social justice warrior to put together that basically called Gillette's customers um, a bunch of, you know, misogynists and um, deplorables. So Gillette went from advertising campaigns that were the advertising their product as the best a man could get to advertising can't men do better and showing them in, you know, one uh, deplorable situation after another. And as a result, uh, the customer base from Gillette has abandoned their product in droves. And the CEO over there says he'd do it all over again. I guess it was worth $8 billion to insult their customer base. Because the truth of the matter is, people have lots of choices in this economy. And if you're going to insult your customer base, don't be surprised if your customer base goes to your competition. I only wish that Nike would suffer the same kind of loss for their uh, their American-hating advertising campaigns. Wish someone would contact Megan Rapino and ask her what she has to say about uh, the latest revelations that, in fact, the women are paid more than the men. Maybe the men ought to all get together and sue. Maybe maybe they has, should have a uh, one of the men player, you know, become the darling of the left-wing media for demanding equal pay for men. That's not going to happen. Well, that's about it for today's show. Hopefully, things will get better. And we can have some more positive uh, stories to bring you. And I want to thank you for joining us and invite you back here again tomorrow. Right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network for another edition of Right Now. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.